Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. You're a piece of work. You are a piece of work. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. What is happening? Well, we recorded earlier in this week with mm-hmm. the Dame, Dame Galley of Andy's Girls, mm-hmm. the People's People's Couch. And I gotta say, <laughs> I think the three of us were in such a crazy, chaotic mood that episode. That it's so funny. I'd agree. And she kind of made us answer for our top 10 ranking from our Housewives Ultimate ranking, which was an interesting conversation. It reminded me of like, don't people who go get their master's, their PhDs, they have to defend their thesis. Yes, I was defending my... Giselle at number four thesis. <laughs> and I don't know if we did a good job defending it, but us trying to was, was pretty hilarious. So go check that out if you have not already done so. But we have a ton of news to get to. Yes, a lot. Okay. We had heard rumblings that Housewives of Dubai was coming. Mm-hmm. I feel like the loudest voice in the room was the Bravo historian. Yes. And... She also included the fact that it's going to include Caroline Stanbury of Ladies of London. Which isn't confirmed yet by Bravo. Yes. Although, since the Dubai announcement, her face is popping up with five other five other ladies. And can I actually say something? So, to go back a bit, on the Today Show, while Andy was promoting his book, uh, yeah. was that earlier this week? It was Monday morning. Yeah. And and he's like, I'm going to be on the Today Show at 8.30 a.m. Monday morning with a big announcement. Yeah. So he announced that uh, the newest Housewife City was Real Housewives of Dubai. Um, Hoda Kapi announced that her sister used to live in Dubai, which was an interesting tidbit. Fun fact. Um, And then uh, 
I heard him on Radio Andy on Wednesday, mm. and he was talking about the announcement, and he said, I am looking at a rumored cast lift, list for Real Housewives of Dubai, and I'm not going to make a comment on it, which to me says that there's some truth to the rumored cast list going around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Andy, I've heard him on his radio show, he would say, no, this isn't true. Yeah, okay, good. So... Excited to possibly see Caroline Stanberry back. Yeah. So as we record this, actually, Alex, husband to the show, is going on the Ladies of London journey for the very first time. Good. I want to go on the Ladies of London journey for like the fourth or fifth time. I don't know how many times I've watched it. (laughs) It is worth it. And another thing is it's rumored that she's getting married in December. Mm. And another part of it is she's still friends with some of the women from Ladies of London. So in theory, they would be attending the wedding. Yeah, a reunion of sorts. Yes. Okay, what's your feeling on the announcement? It's an interesting city to go to. Yeah. Um, Given, like, everything that goes on there politically, not that thrilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would... There's a lot of cities probably like stateside that I would love to get into. I would love to even like go to do Real Housewives of London and like bring some of the band back together and like that kind of thing. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, when Salt Lake City was announced, none of us were doing cartwheels for that. Yeah. So I guess we kind of just have to take a hopeful perspective. Um, I don't know. You know what's interesting though? I wonder if they were planning on announcing this at the canceled BravoCon. The timing works out. Yeah. It's just a few weeks later, they were like, oh, well, we can use this announcement during the promotion of Andy's book. Yeah, exactly. And it's very similar to how Salt Lake City was announced two years ago because we got the Salt Lake City announcement without any cast or anything like that at BravoCon 2019. Which is strange because... Salt Lake City was really the first city of housewives since Dallas in Potomac. Well, no, no, since like, well, it filmed as a housewives show. Oh, yes, I see what you mean. So the first since like Beverly Hills or DC? Yes, that's correct. I think Beverly Hills was the most recent one. Yeah. So that's going to be, that's interesting because Dallas kind of set the stage for knowing what you're getting into while you're filming. Mm -hmm. Whereas Potomac and Dallas were kind of just like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I think you said Dallas, but you meant Salt Lake City, but yes. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's Dubai. I mean, it's says coming 2022, which like we got to film for. I know, but like we got to get some cities in here because we're losing cities. Some cities are postponed, et cetera, et cetera. Speaking of cities being postponed. Okay. So this has been bubbling up for a little while now, but when it finally hits variety, that's when you know, okay, let's let's see what's going on here. Yeah. So apparently Ramona Singer was involved in two separate investigations Mm -hmm. having to do with possibly racist comments. Right. Now, the reason I say possibly is because it sounds like the first investigation started in December, which would have been during filming. Yeah. And it involved a crew member. Mm-hmm. And it said the result of that investigation was that person's 
uh, claim was accurate. Yeah, was corroborated. Was corroborated. So not, it doesn't sound like anything really came of that. And what, what's interesting about that is if the investigation started in December, that despite the fact that that investigation was going on, they still went forward with using her for Ultimate Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, then a second investigation starts in 2021 where Ebony said that during Ebony getting kicked out of Luann's home, Ramona said something to the effect of, this is why I, I we shouldn't have black people on the show. What was it? This is so... According to TMZ also, um, that came out after the variety piece, a production source exclusively told TMZ today that uh, Ramona reputedly or reportedly said, this is why we shouldn't have black people on the show in reference Mm. to Ebony after Luann kicked Ebony out of her home. Yeah. Which that investigation ended up um, like Ramona's kind of, cleared of that investigation yeah so to me it sounds like someone from production reported ramona after the events at the black shabbat dinner in Mm. december from the timing of it all and then it seems like ebony might have gone this past summer and reported what happened at luann's house yeah and from what this page six pieces reporting after the variety piece came out it seems like a production person is backing ebony up on those claims as well yeah and maybe i'm not understanding like the timeline of events but i wonder if ebony learned of it from the production person i think potentially yeah because if it was said after she was kicked out unless it was after she was kicked out when they're back at ramona's house mm-hmm. no but i'm sure there were pl- there were like plenty of people around oh, the yeah. table it could have been anyone from someone in production to that fucking the model the nude model mm. who was sitting at that table yeah yeah wow uh so that's pretty bad <laughs> and it's like yeah i think a lot of people are asking what's gonna happen uh with roni and then what's gonna happen with ultimate girls trip and ramona and everything going on there it's yeah it's, a, it's bad and we need to I need you to say that it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, yeah. So I wonder, okay, so do we know the rollout of Ultimate Girls Trip? Is it going to be a weekly show on Peacock? What's the, because we know the start date's November 18th, but we don't, do we know anything else beyond that? That's a good question. I would assume it's week by week. I think that's how uh, Girls 5 Eva came out, if I'm not wrong, and that was a Peacock show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think See It by the Bell came out in one fell swoop yeah that's true i just think that a lot of the streaming services are learning from the hbo max model is that you want to keep buzz or are you seeing something different okay i'm seeing something it's in google right you, you know like when you click google and it it's just has google. the no 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 when, you know when you click google and it just has the answer on the google results page and, and you're kind of like where where is Where's, Where's the source? The source? Yeah. <laughs> but then in a way, it's like, that is the source. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it has November 18th as the, re- as the release date, three episodes dropping that day, and then one a week for four more weeks. Okay. I actually think that's more similar to the Girls 5 Eva model, actually. I think yeah. that's what happens. I think they released like a chunk of episodes to get people excited mm-hmm. and then did week by week. Wow. I have not seen anyone talk about this. 
I know we're breaking some news here. Are we breaking news? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's put on Instagram. We need to get the watermark on though. Oh my god, the girls will know, and it's coming from us, baby. Do the Google, do the Google search um, screenshot, and then put a little watermark that says "Come Through Queen," so the, yeah. the, the girls know <laughs> they couldn't have just googled it themselves. No, it's a, it's a "Come Through Queen" Google collaboration. <laughs> My favorite okay. is when it's I've said this before. My favorite's when somebody posts like a picture on their like a housewife or someone posts a picture on their own Instagram. Uh-huh. Someone screenshots it and then puts their own little handle on it and posts it on their own Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing here? It's art. That's it's what art. It is. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, so that well, we went on a journey right there from Ramona <laughs> to Ultimate Girls Trip. But yeah, I whew, I mean, you know, the, I don't think any decisions have been made. It's it's weird that we're getting random websites that are like heavy.com says it's just uh, Ramona and Sonia, which I don't think that would be what happens. I saw some crazy list today somewhere that was like Bershawn's full time. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, like it was insane. Right now. I, I, I emailed you a graphic where it was, Ramona, Sonia, Luann, Sherry Shepard, <laughs> Vanessa Williams, and some other black woman that I can't remember her name. And you asked me, like, who is this person? Then we Googled who she was. Mm-hmm. That was a psycho cast list. People are making really weird <laughs> cast lists. But I guess, like, I guess it's just like a, a form of expression. I know. You know? It's artistry. It's actually a tale as old as time. I mean, think about like, <laughs> we've been doing that. People have been doing this for years. Think about the weird Beverly Hills rumors with that woman from uh, Charms. Char- yes, yes. <laughs> and um, the pop sensation Willa Ford. Willa Ford. Oh, who? Oh, we won't go into her career, but oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm scared. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like inappropriate. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's, speaking of casting. Oh, yeah. A cast that I am none too happy with at the moment. <laughs> okay, but I mean, it's an actual official cast, at yeah, least. This, this is official from Bravo and Variety. And Peacock. And Peacock. But where's the trailer? I know. Uh, any, well, actually, Peacock did tweet out, like, finally, you can stream Miami on Peacock. It wasn't available until today. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So season four of Miami is back. Several familiar faces return for season four, including Larsa Pippen, Alexia Echevarria, Lisa Hochstein, all of whom were on the original show, are official members of the cast. Mm-hmm. Model Kiki Barth is designated as a friend and uh, returning people who are friends are Adriana Demora and Marisol Patton. New cast members include event stylist Guerdi Abraria and a sociologist, Dr. Nicole Martin mm-hmm. and former Miss USSR, Julia Lemigova, who is the first real housewives cast member to identify as LGBTQ from the time she was cast. Okay. Thoughts. Um, I'm excited. I, so that last person mm. is, um, unfortunately married to a turf. Martina Navratilova. Yeah. Uh, who has been out there doing a lot of anti-trans activism, mm-hmm. uh, which is not great. Not great. Not excited to see that. It's like you, 
You take a step forward and we take a step back. Exactly. Yeah. I I think besides that, the the big news to me is Adriana Demora, our highest ranking Miami housewife on the Come Through Queen official ranking, mm-hmm. a friend of. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if this, because you know, a lot of times these gals, they film and then they learn that they're a friend of during that journey or at the end of the journey. Right. I wonder if Adriana filmed thinking she was a full timer. I mean, well, after watching her on her original seasons, to me, she's got such a big ego that Mm. I don't see her filming as a friend of. Especially because I think out of all the women, she was the one all these years leading the campaign to bring the show back. Yeah, exactly. So that's rude. I know. And and to have Larsa Pippen, Larsa Pippen, I could not believe it. Number three in the... (laughs) I'm doing a a Raven quote from All Stars. Uh, For Larsa to be a full-time and... Adriana Tana is disappointing. Totally agree. But I think they're trying to like get some of that Larsa Pippen Kardashian shine. Cause but she, she is a bigger, what they did the, the first time. No, but she's like a bigger star legitimately now than yeah. the rest of them. So I see what they're doing, but I don't know. I don't like it. As recent as, what, what was it? Selling Sunset? She was on reality TV. I know. And flopping before our eyes. I know. And I'm looking at her Instagram right now and she's like selling in feed posts, something called boom bod, which I think is just like another one of those like tummy teas. Mm, great, great. So great, there's great. like a darkness there. Yeah. I mean, I think Alexia and Lisa Hodgstein are the two to watch the two to watch for sure. Uh, I can't wait to meet, meet new friends. Mm-hmm. And I I think this is premiering in December. Yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't find I couldn't find the date on any Instagram post I looked at. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is this rollout? Man. Uh, okay. Why don't we get to our programs? Let's get there. Okay. Oh my god, we have breaking news. <gasps> I'm shaking you guys. <gasps> No, I'm shaking. Okay, this has nothing to do with anything we usually cover, but no, we mention it. No, it does. Yeah, no, it, it's it's canonically p- kind of part of where we are. Okay, go ahead, Dan. <clears throat> okay, this is from one, Variety is like is co-sponsoring this episode of Come Through Queen, by the way. <laughs> it's the- so Variety reports Ariana Grande and Cynthia Arrivo are soon to be defying gravity. Grande and Arrivo will portray. Glinda and Alphaba, respectively, in Universal's big screen adaptation of the Tony-winning musical helmed by In the Heights director John M. Chu. He has been attached to the project since February, and casting rumors for the film's two main roles have been swirling for months. The stars announced their castings in respective Instagram posts on Thursday evening! (gasps) Oh my god. Wait, so who's playing who? Ariana's playing uh, Glinda, and Cynthia's playing Alphaba. Okay. Which is interesting because Arianki did The Wizard and I famously an Alphabet song during the 15th yeah. anniversary concert. That's why I was thrown off. Yeah, that's why I was thrown off as well. Oh my God, these photos of them on FaceTime crying with each other. Oh my God. Wow. This is important, you guys. 
we'll be in we'll be watching what year what does this come out like 2042 <laughs> i mean the funny thing is like these are uh two people in their <laughs> third is our hockey 30 something now no so she's 28 she's 28 okay and cynthia is 34 okay that's fine i know but they're supposed to be like school aged gals right but i mean like we just saw dear evan hansen i mean i didn't Mm. see it but i saw the trailer so like anything can happen with movie magic anything goes wow and this is actually like a fantasy land so it's fine yeah yeah it's not like real world yeah yeah i'm so happy right now (laughs) oh my god (laughs) okay wow what a transition to potomac oh my god the grand finale Speaking of Defying Gravity, all attendees at the Huger Vow Renewal were Defying Gravity climbing up and down those steps all day and night. The decisions that were made (laughs) there, that would be my like first thing walking into the room. It's like, Karen's not going up that staircase in that dress. That would be like decision number one. And then we go from there. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Well, before we get to the, the wedding, um, what do we need to wrap up? It was interesting seeing the Robin, Ashley, Michael, Juan double date. Oh my God. It's like sex in the city. And just like that, these four gals getting together. (laughs) (laughs) And just like that. I mean, Ashley and Michael are always a disaster, but I don't, Juan and Robin don't feel to be in a great place right now either. So it's just four not great situations. And for this episode to be kind of Juan heavy after he hasn't been with us all season mm, yeah, seemed yeah. a little off to me. And yeah. like, I've liked Juan in previous iterations and I like him now. I know that like, I, especially knowing his story, I, I want to see more from him, but for him to show up in this last episode, it just like felt, weird and felt like the only way that we were somehow going to bring Michael Darby in for some mm. like last minute conflicts, which we needed at the finale. Apparently. Yeah. 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 Uh, do we do any, Oh, we have the official signing of the music contract with Ashley, not Ash, with Candace, Chris and mama Dorothy. I know. Which, when Candace was crying about, like, oh, their relationship is never going to be the same, I forgot what we were even talking about in terms of Mama Dorothy talking shit about Chris at the mm-hmm. uh, video shoot. Yeah. And just that entire sit down for that signing was kind of confusing to me because it felt like we had put the entire cart before the horses. Mm, yeah. We had already filmed the music video. We had the album ready. I thought you sign and then you do all that stuff. Well, so I think th- that is why during the front end, they were s- talking so much about budgets mm-hmm. and you know this music video costs this much because they were paying out of pocket i think usually when you are signed to the label the label will pay for all this shit so the label was like is now paying after the fact for everything that they put in do you think no, uh i don't think so okay i mean i think they're just responsible for like 
promotion promotion which to me is like that's really bravo's responsible for promotion yeah. not, not like e1 nashville or whatever it's called i know i mean but hopefully like her being signed will then help her get album number two out mm. quicker well it was interesting hearing them talk about oh maybe we're gonna do six or seven singles mm-hmm. and to that i say bring it on because i listen to deep space all the time yeah, but they said six or seven singles and then released the album and the album's already mm, out, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Well, they talked about a video for a song that has been shot and that has not been released yet. Oh, so true. Maybe we're, maybe we're going to get that during the reunion or something. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. we get, maybe Nikki will appear on uh, the song. Doesn't sound like it from the way that the reunion went. No, maybe, maybe. she'll appear like she appears in little mix videos, like in a, in a, <laughs> in a video screen. screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, after the Jesse Nelson boys. I know, <laughs> I know. And like re, uh, in the reunion, Nikki was not nice to Candace, apparently. And then like, I have a question after reading Diamonds and Rosé or whatever. Oh, what's the question? Candace does not mince words about how she feels about Andy Cohen in that book. Mm-hmm. And so far, like on like everything I've listened to him say, he takes it pretty well. Mm. But I wonder if he'll like hold a grudge. I, I, their relationship is unlike many, I feel. I know. And the specific instance to put it, like for anyone who hasn't read is Candace has this thing where Monique reached out to Andy after their big fight Mm -hmm. and Andy talked to her and counseled her. And Candace is saying she reached out to Andy's office and he never called back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like Andy's remembering it differently. And he said he would have like given her similar treatments that he did Monique. Yeah. And even on the radio, he's still um, because I do listen to radio Andy (laughs) twice a week. Uh, (laughs) But even on the radio, he's like keeping the same thing. And he said he's talked to his assistant, Darren. And like she has said that Candace hasn't reached out. So I wonder how this will play out. Because mm. it's very interesting. But at the and same I, time, I think Andy recognizes Candace is a star of the show. Yeah, and I like that Candace like called him out in a book that was in <laughs> his own imprint and that yeah. he allowed that to run. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's like that's an interesting development as far as like we're going the direction we're going with Real Housewives in general. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah, give me more deep space. Um, I'm, I'm I can't wait to see where it pops, like the single or album singles. Because I listen to Benefits and Drive Back both a lot. Okay. Um, I'm curious to see where all of that pops on my Spotify end of year. Oh, can't wait for that. I do you can't wait acti- for that screenshot. Do you actively use Spotify or no? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I was a holdout for so long. And then I think maybe a year and a half ago, I got into it. Oh, I've been paying $11.99 forever. Yeah. Now it's like, I can't wait for the end of year recap. Mine's going to be embarrassing. Why? What are we going to see? It's going to be, it'll probably be like a lot of Harry Styles. Okay. Um, that might be it. <laughs> oh my God. I have a prediction. I, I think we're going to see on mine. Taylor Swift. Oh, mine's that's gonna be mine too. No, 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 but I'm not done. Okay. Willow Elvira remix. Okay. 
Are you familiar or no? No. It's because you know she like she released a few remixes of of a few of the songs, and I cannot get enough of that version of Willow. Is Elvira on it? No, it's not like Cassandra Peterson. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just called like the Elvira Witch Remix or something. I don't even know. Uh, But yeah, check that out, listeners, and let's see if um, it pops up. I'm lost since you start. You stop sending out uh, those oh, playlists. You better shut the fuck up. It's I been a decade. You like made fun of me for doing that. I did not make fun of you. I actually put those on my phone and would listen to them, okay, bitch. Okay, 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 okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Two of Hearts wouldn't have stuck with me mm. as it has until we got to Flight Attendant. If it okay. wasn't for that playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So. Anything else that we need to touch on before we get to uh, Karen's vow renewal? Well, I mean, Robin's moving into her warehouse space and her and Juan get into that fight. Yeah. So this is kind of like Jenny Dewey Jr. Oh, yeah. You know? Kind of, but not as gross. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, Like, as I said on Andy's Girls, it feels like each of them are, like, closer to the middle. Whereas Jenny and Dewey are on like opposite ends of this earth. Yeah. You know, uh, I think they both seem to want a child, but mm-hmm. the logistics of it all need to be ironed out. At this point, I'm like, y'all, like y'all already have some beautiful children. Why don't you just mm. figure out the rest with Summer Sanders and like, let's move on and like build the house and like yeah. do whatever and like figure out, our tax situation. Cause I know that came up at the end of last season and mm. just like, get it all in order. I do think they are in the new house. Good. Yeah. Okay. Val renewal. I <laughs> can't they like dress up this parking lot a little bit. I, it is so funny that they spent no time dressing it up at all. Yeah. Like even like, Adding a tent that led into the entrance where there's like some flowers hanging or something like that. Yeah. A, a pergola. Yeah, a pergola. I think I, I or pergola. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but like any situation where you're like walking through something yeah. before you walk immediately through that front door sure. would have been nice. Yeah. Soft. Maybe up a red concrete. carpet. I, was there? I think there might have been a carpet. Okay, but yeah. maybe like some shade. I don't know. <laughs> a, a tree or two. A tree. Yeah, add some trees. <sighs> even the inside, I couldn't even understand. Like, I wish I had a floor plan. Yeah, same. I wish I had a number of tables. Yeah, and then like the staircase is so stressful to me. Yeah. Poor Giselle. Or Giselle. It's almost as if she chose the staircase to spite Giselle. I know. And I will say, Giselle. Oh yeah. The perfect Giselle styling. Yeah, that's that bedazzled sneaker. I have never seen that style. <laughs> Shut up. No, but but like from like, the ankle up. No, like the hair and makeup. It's like classic, classic Giselle as we met her. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just don't look below the calf, is hey. what you're saying. Hey. Yeah. She like could have worn a croc and I would have loved her. Yeah. I know you could. I'm well I'm wearing crocs right now. Um but I must say blink and you'll miss it. 
Oh my Ber- God. Bershawn popped up. So when you texted me, I can't believe Bershawn popped up in last night's episode. I literally thought first she would be at Lisa's fundraiser event. Why? Because she had been hanging out with Meredith at I, the yeah, baseball maybe, game? Maybe that's where my brain ju- jumped because I just have never put her and the Potomac gals together. But I think, okay, <laughs> I think we have seen them together because I think during the Roni premiere, Bershawn held a party that Karen attended. Oh. And then I think even maybe prior to that, Bershawn had like shared photos from Karen's uh, renewal. Okay. But okay. I know I have seen her and Karen together on Instagram before this. Okay. But you, I don't think you ever followed Bershawn, did you? No, 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 no. Oh. I don't follow a lot of gals. I follow the gals and then I unfollow. Yeah, yeah. It's like as the seasons change, so do the gals you follow. Yeah, but some never leave me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, could not figure out if there's 20 people here or 80 people here or 180 people here. I know because it's like there's too many corners you can be in. Sadly, Raven is not here. I know. And which I thought was going to be a COVID revelation, but it sounded like it was possibly a kidney stone. Mm, which can't happens. we can't we like t- take a pill or something <laughs> to like get that situated? I don't know how kidney is that how work. that works. I don't know. I don't. I thought know. you. Just, I thought they just have to go down like Pass, the pea shoot. Yeah. The pea shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only like representation I remember from kidney stones is like from sitcoms. Like I remember like yeah. maybe Joey had one on Friends, and it was okay. like the end of his life that he had to pass a kidney stone. Oh, that sounds pretty bad then. So then makes sense that Raven wasn't Well, dead. no, but I think it was like a, actually like a pretty misogynistic message that like men can't deal with anything going oh. through their penis or whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, Macy Gray's in attendance. As she should be. As she should be. I loved the, I loved the women like being like, is that, is that, is that Macy Gray? As she was kind of like approaching. <laughs> Wait, I loved Ray saying it's her new it's her new song, Sweet Baby, released in 2001. Oh <laughs> Which I Sweet Baby is an iconic song. What year of our Lord was Macy Gray at like her height for us? Well, I try was like 99. Yeah. I remember like doing like a skit to that. Oh my god. Wow. Like I try to say goodbye and I choke and then I would like stumble. Okay. So you were choking, you were stumbling. Yeah. I was in middle school. So that's like as high as my brain got. Like I I feel like sweet baby is the underappreciated hit. This is why we need the damn playlist coming back. Oh my God. Yes. I had no idea. (laughs) Okay. Even though Juan was pissing us off earlier this episode, I got to say he was doing the most work in terms of trying to resolve the situation at hand. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure there is like something in Michael's contract. <laughs> he will only go to group events. If Juan is there. Okay. To protect him. To like protect him and like help mediate. And then does Michael have something on Juan? <laughs> is that the question? I don't know, but it's also like the Michael uh, Chris fight is so stupid. It like, it's just based on like that moment when Chris or when Michael went up to Chris and was like, 
take control of your wife, which you shouldn't have done. But then they like got into it because they were both drunk. Like, it's based on something so inconsequential in my mind. Yeah. And I think that's why Candace like stood up and was like, walked away. Mm. I also, I I, I don't typically watch, you know, the YouTube after show because I feel like that's too much sometimes. Okay. But I, I think everyone might have commented on the fact that Ashley and Candace seem to be getting in a better place, mm-hmm. which I need to see. It needs to happen for the show to go on. Enough is enough. Yeah. But it's not, it's not as bad as certain things like a Kenya Nini situation. Mm-hmm. Cause at least they will always film together. Yeah. But it's getting a little tired for me. It is getting a little tired and it's going just like lower and lower and lower to me. Yeah. It was interesting that they were seated at the same table though by yeah. camera. But yeah, but I mean you need to. Yeah. You only have a limited number of cameras, especially in like that like small space. Well, there was another housewives. It was there was, I think there was a table with like Wendy, Giselle. I don't know. Wendy no Wendy Escala, Mia. Yeah. Was the other I did like everyone. Every one of the housewives had a comment about Karen walking up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And we got like many confessionals in that moment, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh reunion trailer. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Four parts. Which like everyone's complaining about Beverly Hills having four parts, and I'm like, I, the more the merrier. Please. Yeah. I would like to watch more television. <laughs> I We'll we'll get to Beverly Hills when we get to Beverly Hills. With with Potomac, it's interesting because it sounds like they're billing it as one part will be Nikki. Good. I'm curious to see if that's actually the case because didn't we hear something conflicting that Nikki was really only there for a few minutes? (laughs) That's what someone said, but I heard from Andy's mouth on Radio Andy, which I listen to twice a week, Mm. um, that Nikki filmed for at least three hours. So I think you can get one hour out of three. Okay. I hope so. Okay, let's get to Salt Lake City. Okay, let's go. Um, we have a few. Th- uh, we're building up because because this upcoming Salt Lake City and the following one are alleged to be the most iconic episodes of television of all time. Well, at least the one after the next. I'm reading now two. Feisty okay. Frank from from Watch Robins Live is saying episode nine and ten are both. Okay. Iconic. Okay. Andy said 10 was his top three housewives of all time, though. Yeah. 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 But shout out to Feisty Frank, though, because I trust yeah. his taste, too. I trust. I trust. Okay. So this episode eight, still a good episode, I yeah. would say. And it's really like, like, remember, <laughs> this is like a moment in New Jersey that always sticks in my head at one reunion where Kathy Wakili's like, Oh no, it's a Teresa show. Like, mm-hmm. like right now it's like, ah, oh, it's the Lisa show. Yes, very much so. It is the Lisa show. Yes. I mean, are we, are we like, we're building a villain of all villains, right? And Lisa? In a way. But I, 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 I think it's, I think it's, it's a similar to a Tamara situation in terms of being like a master manipulator. Yeah. That's like, that's villain-esque. But but I think Tamara was viewed as a villain only for that, never for like committing a heinous crime. Right. I'm not talking. I'm not talking villain like who's the worst housewife who's done the worst thing in the world. I'm talking yeah. like villain in like a fun way, like a, a fun schemer. 
Yeah, like we're talking like Disney villain, like yeah, Jafar yeah. or like any of those queer coded villains is is Lisa <laughs> yes. Barlow. Queer coded, yes, for sure. Okay. I mean, she's like stirred it all up. She's bringing up the leak tape with Jen Shah. Yep. Which Jen comes close to losing it over Lisa bringing it up, but then kind of like talks it out. Yeah, never loses it. This, I, I've said it a hundred times. I know. Oh my God. The biggest Jen Shaw apologist in the I'm world. I'm not the Jen Shaw apologist, <laughs> but like if, if episode nine on did not occur, like she could have had a shot. Sure. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also have a very odd lunch with Whitney, Heather, bad weather, tornado, spin the truth, destroy, and Mary. When we're sitting down it just is so unnatural. And I think we're going to see more from this in like upcoming weeks of like how unnatural the three of them sitting down is. Yeah. And just like Mary, when the chef is trying to walk through the food and like talk about the salmon and how he's going to serve it like ceviche style. Yeah. And she's like talking about how she only has her salmon, like well done. (laughs) Cat food. (laughs) Imagine talking to a chef. Like, as he's preparing. Yeah. Don't you just, like, receive it and then, like, maybe offer it to your friend who wants it or something like that? But but also, he describes it as, I'm preparing it for you ceviche style. And she says, oh, I'll have it well well done. <laughs> ceviche style famously let, lets the acidic citrus, um, you know, quote unquote, cook the fish. Right. And you want him to throw it on a flame? <laughs> it's like... Let's talk this through before. I don't know. Yeah. Also, isn't she like, doesn't she brag about like having many houses and like being like mm. very well traveled and like that type of thing? She is serving season six OC. Yeah. Yeah. Food preparation preferences. Yeah. I mean, she thinks the fish is going to grow a family inside. Which inside was the her. funniest <laughs> shit. The funniest visualization I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, you loved... The mommy-daughter double date. I did. Yeah. Because it was like we were seeing two different groups of people coming mm-hmm. together in such an interesting way. It was almost as if the Rena sutton mommy-daughter double date happened. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Meredith and Chloe, like, spend all their time, like, traveling the world. Chloe's, like, a girly who, like, definitely goes out and, like, who cares about, like being an Instagram person and like that type of thing. Mm. And then we've got Heather and then Heather's daughter is like from the Shannon Bedore daughters. Like I'm mm. sure, I think she borrowed one because I can't borrowed, tell the difference. She borrowed one for filming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I would love to get my grubby little paws on a falafel waffle. I would too. Oh my God. I love falafel. I love waffle. That would actually probably be an iconic brunch moment. I need to look that up. I have a waffle maker. I'm going to look into this. Oh my God. You know what wasn't iconic that Heather ordered that I like made me be like, "Eh." I wasn't interested in a catfish BLT. To share. To share. Or even like to have alone. I would have it alone, I guess. Are you, have you like a catfish po' boy? I'm I'm from the south. I'm familiar with catfish. It's not my favorite thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. The Fresh Wolf charity event. 
first of all, where's Jack, Rashawn? No, but like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like the planning of it and like Jack walking around and like oh, saying yeah. where he wants things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a 15 year old in charge of a major <laughs> events. Also seemingly in charge of the guest list, which caused the drama of why is Jen not invited? Why is Whitney invited? Why, it was, why is Heather not invited? It was so confusing because Jen showed up to their little photo shoot with yeah. those real wolf oh, heads. 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 Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't like. I don't like that, I don't think. Yeah, it was scary. There's I no reason you real, should be real, yeah. there's no reason you should be like hunting a wolf, right? Yeah. Unless it's like trying, trying to, to eat kill you. you. Yeah, fight, like, it's like fight or flight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This seems like Donald Trump Jr. level shit. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> so this event, not even Meredith is, uh, can run away from a setup. I know, because there's not that many people there. Mm, yeah. We're, we're in like a seemingly empty room. So like you're kind of standing near one person and you have to talk to them. Yeah, I mean, this is, I don't know how things were being handled over in uh, Utah, but this was kind of like just before the sunrise of mass vaccine distribution. Before the sunrise. Oh yes. Sure. Yes. Like, or, or around then, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't think this event would have had a vaccine mandate. Yeah. Cause I don't think it would have been available for everyone at this point. And then we should, should we go through which housewives of Salt Lake City we think are vaccinated? No, let's not do that. <laughs> Hopefully all. <laughs> I can think of one or two who I mm. think maybe not. Okay. I, yeah, I could definitely think of two. So yeah. everyone, everyone think <laughs> inside your head. <laughs> okay. So we meet, what's his name? Cameron Williams. I think, I think so. Who we learn after the fact has passed. I know. Which is wild. The news kind of. Yeah, the news. He's like 33. The news came out around like when the episode was set to air, which is wild. Yeah. Well, but he passed over the summer, though. Yeah, but like it came to our like knowledge when the episode was like going to air. And Whitney mentioned in her appearance that this is not the last we've seen of him, which I believe he shows up in the trailer, like in a sit down situation with some people. Mm hmm. But kind of just talking how everything's not all it's cracked up to be with Mary and the church. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to Meredith and Meredith is like overwhelmed by what's happening yeah. in this moment. Yeah. She's trying to be a good sport and listen, but it's like obvious to her that it is a setup. Mm-hmm. And then. I, after- I mean, the, the beauty of, of Cameron walking over and Lisa being pulled away by a photographer simultaneously it was like a beautiful choreographed dance i know and the other angie who we need to talk about oh my god angie too because when this other angie was introduced in this episode i was like in my brain i was like did original angie dye her hair and i was trying to look to see if this angie looked like sarah paulson enough and then i was like is it possible this other angie dyed her hair and then became friends with Lisa again randomly without any explanation in the show. No, this Angie was giving me Joanna Gaines. Mm. Think about it. 
maybe if like Joanna Gaines like got a weird free makeover at like a Mac counter. Oh yeah, I mean it's definitely like not a ship slap Magnolia Ships. Kitchen. Yes. Joanna Gaines. Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Is that what it's called? Ship slap? Ship lap. Ship lap. <laughs> Ship slap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Wow. Okay. Wow. So yeah, cannot wait for the start of something special going on in Salt Lake City. I know. I, apparently the next two episodes are the best in the franchise. Yeah. Okay. Let's get on over to Vanderpump Rules. Let's go. Jesse Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> Who used to date Sheena? You said date Sheena, that which is revealed in Watch Robins Live, or was it revealed in this episode as well? Watch Robins Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock didn't know while he was sitting there that he was sitting there with Sheena's ex. Yeah, I, but I wonder, like, what what was it? Was it an actual relationship, or was it just a little fling? You don't, I don't know anything about anything with Sheena because it's yeah. like, we, we hear these names that she's been with. Eddie yeah. Cibrian obviously was like a bigger thing because it was like a full out affair. Yeah. John Mayer came up. That sounds like more of a fling. Yeah. It's just like, she gets herself into, she's a charmer. I will yeah. say she's a charmer. Yeah. Okay. Um. This episode, a lot of Tom and Tom planning Schwartzy and Sandy's and home equity lines of credits and loans. And it's all really confusing. And like the way that Lisa is like trying to get in their brains about certain things seems like not great. Mm. It's like, they're trying to kind of branch off into something else, but like Lisa's trying to like, kind of like keep them down Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Like even, at some point, don't Ken and Lisa in this episode like try to suggest that Tom Schwartz they should buy Tom Schwartz out of his Tom Tom part? That's well, that's what it sounded like. They were gonna they were offering to buy Tom Schwartz out of the Tom Tom part so he would have money to buy into the new venture. But then it's like take one of the Toms off the wall, you know? Well, I mean, it's just an interesting choice for Tom Schwartz to make because he's essentially leaving his brand behind. Exactly. This show, I'm not like, I'm enjoying watching. It's just so all over the place. And it's like, every time I'm watching these people, it's like a bunch of acquaintances getting into a room and fighting as if they're close friends. Which is strange because the contrast in Winterhouse is, it's out in the open that many of these people are meeting each other for the first time on this very trip, mm-hmm. but yet it feels like normal people interacting with each other. Yeah. It's like they're closer. They're on vacation together. When you're on vacation together, you like have a rhythm and like mm. you start to get to know each other. This it's just like, they all go back to their McMansions and farmhouses or whatever <laughs> and live their lives. Then get back together at Villa Rosa and like fight. Yeah. Okay, so we have the the showdown at Villa Rosa. Yeah, that's kind of the last thing that happens in the episode, but it's to me there's not a winner here. Oh yeah, definitely not. Because 
the show seems to be wanting to make Brock a sympathetic character while also wanting to drag him at the same time. And I don't think he's a sympathetic character at all. After hearing him like talk about his entire situation, I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you on this show? Like, what are you doing here? And he's imploding even on the television show Vanderpump Rules, not even like talking about what happened on Watch Robin's Live or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, like I said last week, like when he brought, he seems so concerned about what Lisa Vanderpump thinks about him. Oh, the heart so, to heart. Yeah. So when he decides to ask for her to go to a separate room for heart to heart after like meeting her for the second time, the first time was at BravoCon, like it is wild to me. Yeah. What are what are we doing here with these people? Yeah. I, but I but then all Lala's managing to make herself a villain in this. I know. Cuz she fights just like so dirty and yeah. then something someone said resonated with me. She does Lala does do the thing where she is oh I did Tom Sandoval say this in a confessional where oh. And I hate to, because he was also pissing He's me bad. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like she does do the thing where she is the first person to like throw the punch, but then she like does like tend to go back and victimize herself. Mm. But then her point about Tom Schwartz having a, pro- I mean Tom, sorry, Tom Sandoval having a problem with women was also true. Yeah, yeah so yeah. everyone's right and wrong in this yeah. situation, and they all suck. Yeah, yeah. I'm like not really rooting for anybody. It's like, I would love to just like spend time with like Ariana at this point. Mm, Yeah. Who's kind of just giving us reactions. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bad. Um, Then we're getting like solo scenes with Raquel and James, like trying to figure out their lives together. The nose, the nose job thing is like very interesting to me. It made me really sad when he's like, oh, but leave it. Like, I'm scared if you get it and then you're going to be less attractive and then I won't like you anymore. It's like, oh, Jesus. And there's the added thing about, like, him being the person who knocked it. Like, Yeah. (sighs) Yikes. I wonder how many episodes we're going to get this I don't know. And we're not getting anything from Charlie. Didn't didn't we see her for... A minute this week? Oh, yeah, because it was girls' night and, and boys' night. Yeah, but, I mean, she went into the kitchen and was, like, having her food alone. With her hot sauce. She, with her hot sauce. But, like, we're not getting anything of her, like, alone in a scene, like, oh, with yeah. her life or really interacting with the other girls. Oh, yeah, it's, like, FOP. She's, like, a friend of Pump, really. I know, but she's on the main, like, cast. Yeah. I don't know. And then uh, just, like, Lisa being a part of normal dramatic Vanderpump rules moments is offsetting as well. And like, because she put herself in that scene that got a little more aggressive than any other scene she's usually in on. Yeah. Pump. Yeah. She got caught but, in the crossfire. Like Tom yelled at her. Yeah. 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 And yeah. thank God she was able to like put him in his place. But like, it was like, he thought he was in a regular pump scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I think the most interesting scene was the poker night. Hmm. Just like hanging with the guy. <laughs> Just hanging with the guys. I liked hearing Schwartz talk about how he plays like online poker because I play Uno on my phone. <laughs> and I don't play for money, obviously, because it's just Uno yeah, on my yeah, phone. Yeah. But you, I feel you, you I feel the stakes. Yeah, I feel yeah. the stakes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, let's feel the stakes over in the final part of Beverly Hills, 
And this is kind of what I wanted in terms of let's stick to the subject at hand. Yeah, agreed. You know? Yeah. Not that we really got anywhere. Well, because it was like, everyone was like, we'll back down. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The the thing that we thought was going to be a bigger deal was kind of not in terms of we thought Erica was caught in that question, but then she seemingly just like admits the fact that she's been talking to him. Yeah. She kind of like, you could see her gears a turning and she was sussing out what she should say or what she could say. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess she felt like that's what she could say. But then there were certain things that we would ask and just not just accept whatever answer she gave us like oh but the la times piece said you had 20 million dollars put into your llc no uh okay moving on (laughs) um (laughs) by the way the the writers from the la times did a ask me anything on reddit today and on that moment they said we're just saying what the court papers say Mm -hmm. so it's like erica's fully allegedly lying just on screen because she can because she has a stronger personality in the moment than a lot of these people and they have to go along with it because they don't have, they're not as read up about it as like Mm. somebody who is like a writer is. Well, they can't make it through the article. I know. Well, I mean, even Sutton, I mean, Sutton, it's like, I want to teach her. We need to like get her and teach her how to fight. Yeah. Cause she could, she could like, she could say something, but it's like, I think she's like, imagine how tired we are. You know, they've been there so long. Get her in the ring with that guy from Roni. And, and also like a lawyer. And a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So then Erica's also asked, well, uh, tell us about the snow in Pasadena. And she's like, I'm not talking about that. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I heard allegedly he might live in Las Vegas and there might be snow somewhere between Pasadena and Las Vegas. But then other people say, no, it's just desert. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he lives in the North Pole. Maybe he's Santa Claus. Yeah, he took the sleigh down to go <laughs> check on Tom. And then it flipped over five times. Uh, but the, I thought that the Tom accident was also a flip. And oh yeah. she changed her story here. Now it's a careening. A careening. And he fell yeah. into the ravine. Well, it was funny, you know, they were, they were all like with the original story. Oh my God, it's so crazy, blah, blah, blah. And then she tells it again, tells it. Again at the reunion, they're like, okay, got it now. Got it. (laughs) It's so stupid. And she apologizes to biting Crystal's head off, but not, she's not going to with Sutton because Sutton called her a liar. But then Sutton, that was Sutton's like only really good moment is like Mm. kind of explaining how Erica was actually a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Erica tried to be like, well, you weren't on the show back then. And it's like, okay, that doesn't matter. You're still a liar. Yeah. I know. We, like, this is the real world. We're not doing the fictional, like, cinematic Bravo universe world. But, and then Sun was also like, well, you're you're a liar. You were pretending to be okay and be friends with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. And Erica just like kind of was like, well, it was for the show. Uh, I'm I'm playing you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kathy's just sitting there putting her makeup on. Which, I mean, 
That's what Kathy's do. They should have let her go home. <laughs> no, I think it's like they like the levity of having her there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like she was on the reel this week and talking to Garcelle, which was fun. And she mentioned, I don't know if this is true, but she mentioned something or she hinted at like they were maybe supposed to like do something with her and Garcelle where they go somewhere that people think would have been like a simple life, like two. Huh? Okay. But I mean, it was only a moment on the show, so we don't know if it's just like Kathy, like being Kathy or if it was actually something that was mentioned. So I think it was Applebaum on Twitter Mm -hmm. pointing out that, that Kathy was not escorted out pre toast. Oh yeah. As a friend. Well, because bottoms up, we had to do bottoms up for fifteen minutes. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm, wait, I'm combining turtle time for fifteen minutes and bottoms <laughs> up. <laughs> we gotta just slug back martinis for fifteen minutes. Uh, but then I think someone else responded saying Portia may not have been excluded for the final toast in that friend season. Oh, okay, but I wonder. Okay, so I wonder if Kathy is the first one who was never a cast member who's only a friend of to make it to the end toast. I think probably, probably. Yeah. And also like the entire setup was, it was Kathy's house. It was her Mm, butlers. It's like, it's Kathy's world. We're living in it. Yeah. Like we had to get through the bit and like the best part of the bit was like the fact that it was the people that we recognized from the, uh, from the dinner coming out. Yeah. Anything else about Beverly Hills? No, it just, to me, I get why people were frustrated that it was four parts, but to me, I like watching television, so I appreciated (laughs) that it was four parts. No, I I think I was down on it being four parts, but it was fine. It was good. It was good. I liked it. I was entertained. Yeah. It's not, it's not iconic. This will go down in history television. Like, I don't think there's a a moment from this reunion that we're going to be talking about for years to come. Well, yeah, it wasn't the iconic Atlanta four-parter, but yeah. it was still good. Yeah. Okay, let's put our skis on and head okay. on over to Winter House. Oh, yeah. And we're kind of picking up with, like, the Lindsay-Austin drama. Which, like, I'm obsessed with this delusional drama from Lindsay. Okay, I think what makes what's going on even more interesting is the drama outside of the show? Yeah, because I don't know. I can't make heads and or tails of who is actually dating whom. <laughs> well, yeah, are Sierra and Austin still together? I don't think so. Did you watch what ha- watch Weapons yeah. Live though? Yeah. It like Sierra's answers all made it seem like they might be. It's I think it's possible. Which is then even more makes the Sierra Page friendship even more interesting since Austin and Craig are best buds, and it's like four best buds all together. I know. But okay. But then Lindsay giving like an us magazine interview saying how she needs to take a break from her friendship with Austin due to what transpired on watch Robbins live. Her volunteering to go on watch Robbins live for that episode. Yeah. Is wild. Yeah. But then, okay. So then, Add so 
my mind is like running like a mile a minute while this okay. is all go- going on. So I'm I'm digesting Winterhouse the program, what's going on on Watch Weapons Live and Real World, and then thinking like, are we going to see Austin in Summerhouse at all? I mean, probably. But then there's the added thing of are Lindsay and Carl actually dating? Yes. <laughs> Because Carl is not in Winterhouse right now because he had to deal with things. Yeah. He was going through his things with his brother and like yeah. his sobriety and all that kind of stuff. So, but they went to the uh, big book launch together, and there's rumors that they're like actually dating because they did a couple's costume for Halloween. Yeah, see, th- like these are our friends. They keep us on our feet. But Vanderpump Rules, take take a lesson. It's like. <laughs> No, the Vanderbump Rules kids, all they want to do is, like, sleep and, like, hang out near their pools. And wear the moo-moos. Wear the moo-moos. <laughs> this is what, I mean, like, no offense. No offense. But, I mean, like, Winterhouse is East, East Coast energy. Yeah, it is East Coast energy. No offense, guys. <laughs> it's going to offend. It's going to offend. It's going to sound snobby. I don't mean I- it as snobby. It's just a different energy. Like, y'all have better lives than us because you relax more. Yeah, you relax. We're crazy. We're always just like thinking and like running yeah. around and like on a subway. Why am I taking subways? But when I mean, the, th- the thing is, like, you're you like you now have East Coast energy, but you were originally a Southern boy. Yeah, but I mean, like, the South is on the East Coast, mm-hmm. or where I'm from in the South is on the East Coast. Yeah, what like what? How do people feel down there? Well, I think like. People in Georgia, where I'm from, we consider ourselves East Coasters. Like, Southeast is what we call ourselves. Okay. It's like, I think this is the annoying thing about the East Coast, is like, we divide ourselves into, like, Southeast, like, Northeast, uh, Mid-Atlantic. Like, so we've got all these, like, qualifications, whereas, like, the West Coast is, like... Just this swath. Yeah. But then, like... The the more Plus north northwest that, that's like the crunchy area. Yeah. 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 God, wow. everyone's gonna hate us for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Winterhouse, I do. I'm. I'm. This does feel like a horror movie in terms of watching Paige and Andrea flirt. And then Andrea's walking around, like talking about how he doesn't want to date anyone. And he's all these girls are messaging him. Oh my God. How about the horror movie that is, um, Paige and Andrea and Sierra and Austin Willow, Willy wonking in their bed, but then like on top of each other. Okay. So that's not I, how you do Willow, Won- Willy wonking. <laughs> so one of them mentioned that the reason that they were sleeping on the opposite end of the bed is that the frame broke or something. Okay. Yeah. There was just so much going on. I mean, I think Kyle drunkenly crying around the home looking for Amanda was the funniest fucking thing. I know. <laughs> and, and you know, normally I get annoyed with a tease out from the trailer where like we think we're going to like we th- we're expecting something. But mm-hmm. it's not that at all. Like sometimes that annoys me a little bit getting tricked. But this is get, kind of getting tricked. In a good way. I mean, it was one of the more hilarious reality TV moments I've seen in a while. Yeah. And it was also like, it was dark, but there was also a sweetness to it. Oh, I think it was so sweet. Yeah. But I mean, like, him not being able to find his 
fiance in this home when she was down in their shared room. (laughs) (laughs) When we were watching it, Alex was like, this is something that you would do. Like, oh my God. Like I'd be like, he's like, I'd be like dumb off in some corner and you'd be like walking around <laughs> freaking out <laughs> that you can't find me. Oh my God. Uh, oh, that's love or whatever. That's amore. Yeah, that's amore. Okay. Speaking of amore, the double date, like this episode feels so jam packed. The double date. Well, because we've got like so many people in this house. Oh my God. I love it so much. Okay. I kind of love the double date. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Like the old couple and the couple going their first date. Mm-hmm. I love that juxtaposition. Yeah, beautiful. Um, okay. Gabby? Gabby. Gabby. She's a, a wild one. Wait, why do you think? She, like, flipped out over Julia, like, having fun in that big group setting. Oh yes, 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 yes. And then lays in bed, refusing to eat the food that Julia prepares. Right. Well, I mean, the context of it all is like her wanting Julia to set her up with Luke and then her, like, I guess kind of from what we've heard from like Sierra and Paige, like twisted mind twisting Julia, like dancing with Luke into Oh my God, I'm being betrayed by my yeah. friends. And then word on the street is that they don't tag each other in like their big group photos on Instagram. Oh, interesting. I need to follow them, I think. Mm, yeah. Um, You know who I feel bad for? Who's like not getting any screen time and like is getting like shit on even though he's a literal model. Mm. Jason. Yeah. I, I Did we get teased that he and Lindsay kind of might hook up? I feel like it's kind of a situation where the two cheeses are standing alone and they're hooking up at that point. Yeah, I think they dated after the show. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there's no sign of life of Julia's boyfriend on her IG, so I'm assuming they're no longer together. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Because the picture that's being painted is not great for their relationship. Yeah. And just like Luke's energy in general, it's Mm -hmm. like him still playing this like brooding guy who needs to like be outdoors doing work (laughs) by himself when he's literally in a vacation house. Remember like the workbench he set up in the backyard last year in Summer House and now he's building that fucking igloo? Yeah. It's like, why why are some straight men like this? You have to just be like so brooding. I got to give him some cred though. He was the only person I saw cleaning anything in that. <laughs> Good. No, I, no, I support him for that. But I mean, yeah. like we can also call it who's brooding. Yeah. I wanted so bad for there to be a Hannah question during Watch Robins live. Oh, same. Where was it? I don't know. I wonder if, if, if Paige is like, I don't want to talk about it this since they have a working relationship together i guess and like you, you when you mentioned that andy seems newly impressed by Paige, i noticed it like during the thank you watch happens live yeah i mean i think here's the thing andy loves craig right so now that it's the two of them he's seeing even more in Paige now than he saw before mm-hmm. nina west should have like slipped a question in about that about Hannah. <laughs> did, did Nina rest? 
did Nina West read as someone who like knew what was going on or no? I couldn't tell because they did have her like list the thing of questions and play that game with them. But it felt like she was reading and not saying it from the heart. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But although at the same time, she seemed excited to be in the clubhouse. Yeah. Cause who wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't? Okay. I think that's winter house. I think that's winter house. Okay. Who is our freak of the week? Okay. Our freak of the week are all the freaks out there who led us to believe that there were go- there was going to be a Real Housewives of OC trailer dropping this week, Monday through Thursday. Because with our luck, it'll drop on Friday when this uh, airs. Of course, of course. But I will say, we have a special bonus episode on our Patreon this week mm. where we revisit Heather Dubrow's first two episodes. So that's season seven, episodes one and two. And it's even better than you remembered it. Yeah. So you definitely want to rewatch those and then listen to us chat about it. Yes. Go back. And our one true queen this week, we have to give it to two Halloween queens. Giselle Bryant as Vanessa Williams and Ashley Darby as Doja Cat. Mm -hmm. I mean, people have said of both of these Potomac women that they are the spitting image of their respective Halloween costumes that they ended up being. Mm-hmm. And they delivered to such a degree that I was just, my mouth was on the floor. Yeah. And Giselle's was while she was appearing on the reel. Even better. Yes. Yeah. So I love, I love when they give us what we want and put the effort in. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And that is Come through Queen this week. Hopefully we put the effort in for you and you had a good time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, go to comethroughqueen.com for links to everything, the Patreon, that bonus episode, pre-show. Um, we also got links to the socials. As we mentioned, top of show, you kind of get a double dose of us this week. So head on over to Andy's Girls and listen to us, listen to us talking to the dame. Yeah. Um, and like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.